Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Welcome! I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film, and this is Cinnabuds. This week on Cinnabuds, we are talking about Marcel the Shell with shoes on. All right, so I'm making like a little documentary. Oh, it's like it's a like, movie, but nobody has any lines, and nobody even knows what it is while they're making it? Mm. No? Marcel the Shell with shoes on is the newest film uh, uh, with Jenny Slate, who's a hilarious comedian, and it is playing right now at the Oriental Theater, among other places. And it's a delightful film about a little shell who has shoes on, self-explanatory. And a documentarian follows the shell around and realizes that that shell has a journey she needs to take. And we all get to watch with her. It's delightful. (laughs) And to talk about this film, we are joined uh, by Sarah Lahr. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Christopher. How are you? I'm good. As you all know, we're searching for our next Cinnabud, and Sarah's next up. I am. Tough shoes to fill after Kyle Heller last week. I mean, that the natural <laughs> yeah, chemistry from the two of you yeah. will be hard to replicate. But we've already done the two movies that Kyle has seen. Yep. So I don't know <laughs> what he's going to do going forward. No, this is exciting. We're gonna, uh, we know each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to know each other a little bit more in the podcast. Indeed. But first, I want to know, Sarah... How'd you like the movie? I love the movie. Yeah, of course you did. Who sees this movie and like leaves angry? I would like to meet that person because there's probably something wrong with them. Like it's the movie is exactly what the title suggests. It's about a show with shoes on. (laughs) I mean, if you come expecting something else, you're you're incorrect. That's true. Why would you buy a movie, a ticket to a movie and think, oh, is there political intrigue in this? Is there a lesson, (laughs) a big lesson we're learning? Yeah. Did you see the YouTube video? Like I did. And I, when I, I did not even know they were making a feature film of this for a long time. Mm. Uh, I was very surprised. It was our secret screening at the festival for members. And uh, I never know what that movie is until they say it on stage. So I was actually, for the first time, genuinely delighted. And I knew what the movie was for the first time. So I was so excited to see it. Oh my gosh. I remember seeing the YouTube video for the first time and being like, there is nothing more precious than what I am seeing right now. I know. It's precious and funny. Like, it's not just cute. It's hilarious. Like, she's genuinely so funny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, you liked the movie? I loved it. I loved it. What about you? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. (laughs) I liked it so much. It's... It's hard to say, keep talking about how adorable it is. I don't want to put people off. And it is a family film. Like, you absolutely take kids take to it. Take your kids. Yeah. You'll like it. They'll like it. It's un- Like, I saw kids. There's a bunch of kids in the in the theater on Friday. And that was so great. But if you were an adult, you are absolutely going to love this, too. You, it's not just a story about uh, a, a cute little funny shell and the, like, absurdity of it. It's actually, there's a really sweet, heart-wrenching story that goes with it, which you wouldn't think they would pair together so nicely. But. Yeah, you really feel a little sad, a little worried for a moment. Oh, I cried. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I cried several times, uh, yeah. but I, I'm a pretty easy crier. But yeah. I, I was nervous, you know, because the YouTube video is, I don't know, like five, six. Like, it's not an extraordinarily yeah, like, long video. A, what are you going to do? Right. And even in the beginning of the movie, like, I'll say that they, they hit the hits pretty hard of yeah. like, these are, you know, Marcel's lines. Yeah. You hear those up front and you're like, great. I'm glad we got those in. And yeah. then I'm like, where do we go from here? But they go places. Yeah, they do. 
They go places. I do like is that the videos are essentially like, I'm so small, look how ridiculous. Like, my pet is a piece of lint. Mm-hmm. And guess what I use for a hairbrush? <laughs> you know, something really, really tiny. So, but they do that, but then they, they put so much more into it. And that mm-hmm. character, actually, it's weird that you can develop a character that is a shell with shoes on. That you love so much and like has so, uh, emotes so much from like having just a tiny, like little animated mouth and yeah. one like googly <laughs> yeah. eye. And one eye. Yeah. It sounds like a horror movie and it is not. It, <laughs> it is actually not. does sound like a horror movie. Yeah, but it's not. It's delightful. So we're going to be talking more about Marcel the Shell with Shoes On right after this. Don't stress about that car you don't need. Embrace the lazy days of summer by donating it to Radio Milwaukee. We accept many kinds of vehicle donations, including cars, trucks, motorcycles, and even RVs. Pickup is free, and you could get a tax deduction. Donate your vehicle now, and then kick back and enjoy the great music and stories you help to support. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org cars to start your donation today. All right, we're back. We're back. W- welcome, everyone. Thanks for staying. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the movie. I want to tell you more about the plot. Please do. Uh, just so if you haven't seen it yet. So Marcel, the shell with shoes on, uh, lives in a house and this documentary filmmaker happens to rent the house and he discovers Marcel and he kind of explores it. So it's like a mock, uh, like a fake documentary. And then he realizes that she tells the story that her family, she had an extended family and friends who used to live there, but they all disappeared and she's very interested in finding them. And so the documentarian goes on this journey with her to try to find her family using the internet, which kind of harkens back to those original videos they made from YouTube. They do the same thing in the movie and develop a lovely following. Yes. And they help her find yeah, her folks. It, it's very meta. There's also a good bit about yeah. 60 minutes in there. That, that is really funny. Yeah. Which I actually, I, at first I was like, oh, is this plot device going to be good or bad? Yeah. But I actually really, I enjoyed them yeah. using that as a way to kind of tell part of the story. What and did it's you so, think? yeah, th- it's one of those like random references. Her and her family were obsessed with 60 Minutes, <laughs> the show 60 Minutes, specifically Leslie Stahl, because she tells it like it is. <laughs> That's So they just say some reference to that. And I just love that specific thing that this really weird group is super into. And the t- 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 the yeah, they, have, the, they make the noise when it's coming up. It's, it's that adorable. was like one of the funnier parts that Leslie Stahl, and then Leslie Stahl has a little cameo in it too, which was delightful. Delightful. So we want to talk about some of our favorite parts. Yeah, and you want to talk about some of the parts that made you slash us cry. Yeah, I want to know: Did you cry? Here's the thing: the weirdest thing is that when we first, well, I saw the first half at the. Uh, film festival mm-hmm. as I said it was the member screening and I only got to see half because I had to go somewhere else in the middle of it which I was very sad about because it was so good up to the middle point well, and you didn't know if he, he found his family no, or not no I never found out I assumed what a tragic and terrible thing it would be if he didn't or maybe you know maybe they can work it, make it work but, <laughs> but I finally got to see it on Friday and I was with my fiance in public mm-hmm. and usually my body shuts that down <laughs> Like, if you're going to cry, but there's people here, so shut it down. Push it down. You're a man. I don't. It's just public crying that Mm -hmm. I don't want to do. That's fair. Whatever my gender is. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Though, that is a good call because that is what we're ingrained to do. Do not cry in public. Well, I love crying. I love crying in public. Did I? I, Well, uh, (laughs) except for that. But yeah. No, I don't. 
don't love crying in public, but I don't mind it, especially in a dark theater. <laughs> when you think you're going to cry, do you just walk the streets hoping to get it Hoping witnessed? to bump into people. Someone watch. <laughs> I shall you emote these now. Tears? Yeah, these are real. <laughs> Well, I cried. I cried happy and sad tears yeah. in this movie. And okay, yeah. one of the the places that that got me there was Marcel singing the the peaceful, easy feeling. Oh, that was Eagles. really good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I get this feeling I may know you as lover and a friend. We should do that for the five o'clock shadow here. I'm gonna suggest that. Right That's now. a brilliant That's, uh, idea. But holy cow, that was so beautiful. It was beautiful. That is the, you, if again, I'm going to predict if I were watching it alone, mm-hmm. that I definitely would have cried at. Also, I may have cried, I kind of felt it in the theater, mm-hmm. when she has a semi-adversary relationship with his dog, which is so funny <laughs> to me. I forgot about the dog. But eventually... I wouldn't say there's a reconciliation, but there's a moment at which she, you can see she kind of accepts him. <laughs> it is so brief and fleeting, but in my mind, I was like, oh, that is so, so her and the dog are like connecting. Yeah. Yes. It's so great. Yeah. I mean, I could list all the different spots I that I cried, but I'm, I'm, I want to talk a little bit more about like the fact that Jenny was the voice in the original YouTube video and then Dean was obviously like the writer and the director yeah. and then they did this together and they came and they used to be in a relationship and like That's I could right. feel that in the movie like I could feel the unified vision and approach for it and like the fact that Dean was in it and then he, yeah. then he came on the the interview like that was crazy cool to me. Well, also, the, one of the subplots is that he went through a breakup. Yes. And had to move out. <laughs> there and, were a lot and, of breakups. And in my mind, I'm like, but you broke up. The real you broke up with the girl who's playing Marcel in real life. That is meta. You're right. That wow. is the meta part. Maybe this was just one big therapy session for them. Yeah. And we just got to benefit from it. What I like <laughs> to believe is it was like the world's most amicable, bre- amicable breakup. And they mm-hmm. still work together and it's perfectly fine. That's yeah. how it all should be. It's a model. The shell is the vessel. The, <laughs> the shell shall lead you through. Ooh, I like that better. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is there something about shells going through? No. I don't know. We're going to workshop it. <laughs> You gotta work Stay tuned. It. I do want to brag a little bit because mm-hmm. on Friday we had the opening of it, or you know, it was the first night it played at the theater. And me and the staff, we made like twenty five little sh- shellatives oh of Marcel. Gosh. So we, I, I got shells, shoes, tiny shoes, and googly eyes, and we just made a variety of them and gave them out to like twenty five people when they were there. Oh my gosh. Was, I wish I would have went on Friday. It was adorable. I just like seeing the reaction to people getting free stuff. Yes. It's really, it's, <laughs> there's something about just being surprised with the little stupid thing that may fall apart because we, they were not manufactured. <laughs> they were made with a glue gun and some dreams. Uh, but it was really nice to see everybody's reaction to him. It. it was really fun. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's so cute. The family, like the family reveal, like when Marcel's watching. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about this? I don't know. Let's just say this isn't an official spoilia dish. Yeah. But this, you know, there's some details that you're not going to find out to the end, but we're going to say them right now. Well, I can, I can keep it. Like, Marcel's family may or may not just be shells. Right. And that may or may not have delighted me I mean, me that immensely. is in no way keeping it close to the vest. <laughs> Saying they may or may not be will be like, well, obviously they're not. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing. And I, if I had known that, 
before I made the little shellatives, I would have opened a world of opportunities for different little figures I could have made. It just would have been Christopher's like tchotchkes from around his house <laughs> yeah. with shoes on I would have taken a, a staple remover because that's like a built-in mouth. Like that's like, <laughs> I just immediately started thinking when I saw them, I'm like, oh, I could have made a Cheeto into one. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, it was really beautiful and very funny. Yeah, I did. I, I want to go back to the crying thing. Oh. Just for a quick second. Ooh. Do I? Because I can't think of what I was going to say now. No, let's skip it. Can you feel free to <laughs> accept or don't? Leave it in. Listen, we're humans. Um, one of my favorite, uh, the funniest thing, I think, f- from the movie mm-hmm. was when, because, and this is a good example of her character being this very sweet and somewhat naive because she hasn't seen the whole world. She didn't realize how big it is and all this other stuff. She discovers the internet, but she's reading uh, an email and it's signed peace and love. And she, <laughs> and it's with, you know I know exactly what part. Okay, no, describe it. Describe it's it. this, and it's just these little sassy moments that she has that I was great. She goes, peace and love. Well, yeah, duh. Who isn't behind peace and peace? And she's like, is, is there people who are, I mean, she went on a whole rant and she's like, well, I'm going to be into war, I guess more of a war person. And then she said, let the battle begin. <laughs> It's like that's such a little comedian's rant, but under the guise of an adorable of a, shell. Of a shell, yeah. It's like stand up, but under the guise of a shell. Yeah, and yeah. oh my gosh, that was brilliant. That was maybe my favorite line in the movie, but oh, just brilliant. If you if you have not seen this, and oh, speaking, remember when you said at the beginning, who would walk out of this movie and be angry? Mm-hmm. I actually talked to like <laughs> three people what? who did not care for it. Really? Like straight up, like that's not for me. I love it when they say that's not for me. I get that. Yeah. What I don't get is <laughs> that was bad because if you – here's the thing that I always struggle with and I want everyone in the world to accept this. Listen up. Yeah. This is my main message. <laughs> there is good and there is bad sometimes. But often there's just stuff that's not for you. Mm. And I feel like it's one of the most <laughs> arrogant things and most common things. I'm not – you know, this isn't a hard criticism to anybody because I've done the same. But to think I didn't like it, that means it is factually bad. Ooh, your opinion is the only opinion. This is like, I. Uh, some people are genuinely confused. Like, why would you show that? That was bad. Like, didn't you see that it was bad? It's not a fact. There are, actually, this movie I looked up is currently the best revu- reviewed movie of the year. What? It's got like a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my gosh. No one has that this year. So this, I mean, this out of anything, if you're going to make a, an argument that there's a factual good or bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the data backs up that it's good. Agreed. And so do we. Yeah. Movie experts, <laughs> Sarah right. and Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> I will say Justin used to always try to call me an expert and I refute it because I don't want the pressure. Also because I'm not. Yeah. I mean, same. <laughs> I, that was totally unjust. No, I, 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 <laughs> We do not know what we're doing. Totally uh. understood. But, yeah, but we're also experts. Um, <laughs> so listen to every episode. Um, did you have any other thoughts about Marcel? Oh, I mean, I could go on about this for hours, but I think, I I think, I think you should just watch this movie. If you're listening to this, you should watch this movie. Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't want to constantly plug the Oriental, but I'm going to, it is playing at the Oriental theater right now, which is a delightful organization. And Milwaukee's (laughs) movie palace. Historic movie palace. And there's something cool about seeing a movie about a shell in a movie palace like that. Like that that hit me when I was, I'm like, look at this little itty bitty shell. And I'm in like this (laughs) grand theater. It was amazing. Yeah. Chaplin. We played Chaplin here, and now we're playing Marcel the Shell with shoes on. <laughs> you are welcome. Well, excellent. Now, we're going to do a couple other things here because 
Sarah and I, we know each other, but we've never sat down and had a, a whole conversation, really. Yeah. Just at events where we're like trying to also eat food. Yeah, that's right. I think I choked in front of you in our <laughs> first you? conversation. Well, luckily, it was years ago. I, I survived. Must have, I must have blocked it out of my memory because it was so tragic. No, I think I, I think I like turned away and kind of hid the pain. My eyes were watering. <laughs> oh, man. Now I feel negligent. Oh, I no, it's cool. I think Justin was there, too. Oh, so that's we'll good. blame him. Uh-huh. But we're going to do a, a few Q&As with Sarah to get to know her and her movie preferences. Are you, is that a high-pressure situation for you? Oh, it totally is. And <laughs> I stand by none of these answers okay. after this. <laughs> that is always the case when you're asked about your music or movie preferences. Mm-hmm. They change. That's understandable. Um, but we'll start with a real a softball. What are What's one of your favorite movies or two? Okay. So, thing about me, I love musicals. Oh, okay. And I, I do believe musicals belong on the stage, but I appreciate the accessibility of a musical movie. Right. So, a movie that I probably I saw more in theaters than any other movie was Hairspray. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah. I, I saw it, I don't know, Christopher, like seven <laughs> times in theaters. That's more than any movie I've seen in the theater, I think. Oh, it was too much. It was too much. But I loved it. I would, like, I would... I knew all the songs. Yeah. I knew the soundtrack, Zac Efron. I mean, that was he was in his prime. <laughs> was he in that? Wait, this oh, is the one. Did, was John Travolta in this one? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. John Travolta, Zac Efron, Queen Latifah, Nikki Blonsky, Amanda Bynes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I've seen that one a lot. Um, yeah. It's definitely a favorite, um, but I don't stand by that answer tomorrow. That, that's so. okay. Well, I will say this to you then. Musicals for me are two categories. There's musicals that I don't care for, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of exceptions even within that. But then there's the more modern musical, which I do like. Mm. Um, but the one I've seen in the theater the most, which is only six times, is Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. So we at least have that. We got that. That's pretty Bonding. close. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oddly, and this is a this is a lot of people get mad, I hated the sound of music. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that I... I, I feel like that's the most diplomatic response. Hmm. I, I don't, I like the first half of it a lot, but okay. then they'd send you to intermission. Remember when movies used to do that, oh, where they'd yeah. like play the 15 minute song, you'd yeah. make your popcorn, go to the bathroom. Yeah. After that, you don't need to watch the sound of music. Oh yeah. The back half, not good. Like yeah. they, well, I don't know if we can spoil the sound of music. Yeah. If you haven't seen if it, If you haven't whatever. seen it, that's your fault. But like, it turns <laughs> out, Fran- Frank, what's the boy's name? He's uh, a Nazi. That, yeah, that's right. They're yeah. Nazis coming. Yeah. And it, so if you don't see the second half, you're like, wow, what a delightful movie about yeah. a family coming together. And then you see the second half. Didn't realize Nazis were going to get involved. Yeah, yeah. I do the same with Dead Poet Society. I watch right up until it gets tragic. Because right up until the tragedy, this is the most inspirational movie I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, your next one. Uh, well, I think you may have answered it. Is there a genre you tend to gravitate towards? Would you say it's musicals or are there others too? No, I would say that I don't really, I'm not genre specific. You yeah. know, like, like I film fest, I see all the shorts. I see yeah. a lot of docs, but like when I'm at home, I watch a lot of rom-coms yeah. and I watch, my husband likes a lot of action stuff. So I don't, I'm okay, not genre yeah. specific, spice of life, you know, all right. movies are meant to take you on an adventure. And yeah. if you stick to just one genre, you're just sticking to one adventure. Exactly. It's like I wrote that for you. This has been a scripted moment by Christopher. I do support that uh, statement. Um, All right. And then uh, what movies, what are the movies you've seen? You've also answered. I think you almost answered all my questions in the first one. But (laughs) what specific films have you seen like over and over again? 
Besides Hairspray. Yeah, I've seen Hairspray a lot. Um, I have movies that I watch at like particular times. Right. I watch a lot of movies around Christmas. One that I watch every year is The Holiday. Um, oh, are you familiar? I think so, yeah. Uh, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black. Yes. And I've not seen it, but I know what it is. What is the other guy? I'm not going to remember his name, but <laughs> it's it's set in partially in London, partially in L.A. It's a rom-com, yeah. but not like your average rom-com. I think yeah. it's a pretty decent rom-com, and it's set around Christmas. So For rom-coms, because we did when we did um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians as mm-hmm. a show, it was one of the first rom-coms I'd seen in a long time mm-hmm. because there was an era of like just the most like – cookie cutter rom-coms that were coming out. They had no substance to them. Mm-hmm. Do you separate, and I have a lot of people who do this, separate rom-coms into genuine good movies that are rom-coms and just rom-coms that are so Trash. silly and trashy that it's like fun to watch. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Like when Harry met Sally an amazing, why is, was that not on my list? I've yeah, seen yeah. that movie a lot and that's a genuinely good movie True, in my yeah. opinion. But then like you go on Netflix and you watch whatever, who's that person from full house that's in like all of the lifetime ones. Oh, Candon, Candace, Candace Cameron Cam- Burr. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those, those are just trash. That's like, yeah. that's like chips, you know, there's chips yeah. and there's a potato. And, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is the potato The potato are the rom-coms that y- that maybe have a little bit of substance and then the chips are the ones that are just trash. All right. And that I stand by. I, well, you can stand by it. I do question that metaphor a little bit. Yeah, that's cuz like a raw potato. Here's I'm just going to No, I'm I mean I'm gonna, I don't want to change it. I immediately my head is like, "Oh, what if but no, I want if one's a potato." <laughs> This is my Q&A. It is. (laughs) I have no control over that. All right, last question. Uh, And this one's, this one really is true to my heart, Mm -hmm. close to my heart. Uh, What's one of the weirdest movies you've ever seen? Like the one that came immediately to my head, which I think is weird in a good way. And it's very licorice pizza that was in the last. Okay, yeah. Like it's weird. Is it the weirdest movie I've ever seen? Probably not. I'd have to spend a little bit more time thinking about it, but. I thought it was kind of objectively weird. Like yeah, there wasn't weird really a plot to it. Yeah. You you weren't really I mean, it was one of those like oh I'm doing something with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's great for radio. <laughs> Hand gestures are wonderful for radio. Like there's just little like pops of action and no real through line and there yeah. were some weird aspects of it. I don't know. That's true. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I wanna I wanna have a better answer. No, listen all I'm thinking right now is oh I can't wait to make you watch. Yeah, give me <laughs> like a, a list. Super weird movie. I mean, not that that's not weird. I do I do get what you mean. Um Give me a wreck. I, I'm not gonna tell you to watch Taxidermia first. We've talked about this on our show yes. before. It is truly disgusting and it's one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. The pillow book. Okay. The pillow book is very weird. It's got it's got Ewan McGregor in it. Uh, it's a Peter Greenaway movie. Or uh, the same director did uh, The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. Ooh. Those are both very weird movies, but I feel like they're excessively weird. Um, excessively weird. Excessively a weird. new genre. <laughs> is, that's maybe one of my favorite genres. Yeah. we One of the best, like most downloaded shows we did for Cinebuds. Weird movies. Weird movies, yeah. It still pops up in Isn't our that like, crazy? top 10. I mean, no, because people Google that. It's very people, searchable. Yeah. If And the thing that I may be most proud of during the show is that if you Google weird movies, our Cinebuds episode is the fourth, fourth <laughs> We've listing. We've made it. I know. I was like, that is delightful. So 
Yeah, weird movies is like a staple. Well, that's great. That gets, is there any other film related info you feel like you need to share with me? No, I already feel very vulnerable right now. (laughs) You've opened up too much. All right. Well, then we've gotten to know Sarah. We've talked about Marcel. The show with shoes on. That's hard to say. It is. But definitely go see that. That's a delightful, beautiful movie. But now we're going to do our favorite segment. What else have you been watching? Exactly. What else have you been watching? So would you like to go first or would you like to go second? Um, I think you should go first. All right. I'll go first. So what have I been watching? Let me take a look. Um... As far as films go, I did watch um, a really in- uh, intense thriller. I like thrillers a lot, but I feel like it's a lot like rom-coms and horror films. You got to go through a lot of bad ones mm-hmm. until you get a good one. But there is a rom-com. I believe, I don't know if it's French. I believe it's French. Um, it's called Our Father the Devil. Ooh. And essentially about this woman who works as a cook um, in this retirement community and they bring in this priest to kind of talk to the residents and she hears his voice and she just clearly has a trauma based on hearing his voice. Mm. And she's not sure. The, the question is, is this the man, is this a man from her past who's now masquerading or possibly is a priest that some tragic thing has happened before? And what is she going to do about it? Yeah. So you kind of, it's very intense. Uh, it's wonderfully acted and, but it was that thriller thing that I wanted. Like, I don't know which way they're going to go with it. You don't know what the twist is. Is there going to be a twist? Is there not? Uh, what's going to happen to that guy? What's going to happen to her? That kind of thing. But yeah, it's a, fr- a French movie. Uh, the director is Ellie Fombi. And she's mostly done a couple. I think she's done a short before. I don't know that she has any other features. So this may be her first feature film. And I, was, I thought it was really good. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Question <laughs> yeah. mark? Yeah. Not so lovely. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was actually, Interesting. it was, I would say, visually uh, very nicely done. But it, yeah. It good, was, good pictures. It was intense. Good. The pictures were nice. The nice moving pictures. Nice moving pictures. <laughs> so what have you seen lately? Um, so I am more of a TV person than That's a movie right. person. Yeah, yeah. And I know this is a movie podcast, yeah, yeah. but I, for me, TV episodes are just easier to commit to, yeah. you know, my hectic <laughs> and thriving social calendar. Yeah. She says, ironically. Um, <laughs> so I've been watching only murders in the building. <gasps> I do, do you... love, I love that show. Okay. Yeah. Are you watching the second season? I haven't seen the second season yet. Cause we were getting through Veronica Mars every time <laughs> we sit down to eat dinner. I don't know why I wanted to watch it again. I'd watched it before. Love Veronica Mars. There's something about watching an old TV show that's nice. It makes yeah. you think of like the good old days, even though those days were only, I don't know. Yeah, like 15, 15 years, years ago. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, man. No, it was also, I easily forget everything that happens. So it's all new to me oh. again. Wow. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I love that show. Oh, the second season is great. You yeah. should watch it. And they've already gotten renewed for a third season, oh, which is great. crazy to yeah. me. I, it's always, I'm like, who has seen this? Who's, who's making this call? But yeah. clearly not viewers like me. It's <laughs> someone with money. Uh, but the second season's great. I mean, I don't, probably people have heard of it. And then we've also been watching um, Made for Love. Oh, I don't have know Have you that. heard of that? No. It's on HBO. It's, it's kind of like a dystopian uh, TV show where the the main premise is this guy named Byron Gogol, which sounds okay, a lot like Google, oh, okay. and it, it plays on like 
kind of the power of technology and uh, technology getting pushed too far and what happens when technology interferes with like human emotions, yeah. say love. Oh. Um, and I don't want to say too much more than that, but Ray Romano is in it. So any, uh, <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> any Everybody Loves Raymond fans will enjoy this show. And uh, his character is in a Is long- it a comedy? Uh, it's a little bit of everything, okay. which is kind of how I prefer my shows, you okay, know, yeah, like, yeah. um, but he, his character's in a long-term relationship with, um, a sex doll. Okay. Um, like that's just his partner yep, in life. So, uh, <laughs> so if that, does, if, if the tech, tech stuff doesn't interest you, Ray Romano <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and his lady might, um, <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. I don't know what it is about. I want to go back to watching shows i feel like when like the quarantine happened mm-hmm. uh all i watched were movies from the 80s and tv shows that i've already seen just it's like i did i went i didn't want to be hit with anything else unexpected yes no it's like oh i know i like this i want to do that again or time travel back to the first time you saw that and then like pretend that you weren't in your current yeah world oh, yeah. you know that's right or, yeah i should mention since i've said we've been watching veronica mars that i also more more in tune with the podcast i did also watch the veronica mars movie Ooh, i haven't seen it yeah it's have you seen veronica mars yes yeah so they had three seasons mm-hmm. then a movie then a fourth season Ooh. i i do wish i would have stopped after the movie oh the fourth season's not that great the fourth season it is good but i didn't like what happened at the end that i won't say it a ton but i was very displeased with how some of the characters behaved in the fourth season <laughs> <laughs> and the outcome, but I we really we me and my fiance both said like we should have stopped after the movie or maybe like the first few episodes of the fourth. That's always hard when you get to that point in a TV show where I know. like you're like you you're you've invested enough time that you feel like you want to finish it, but they like you know do, they your do characters something weird, dirty or yeah. something. You know they did they did like a it's kind of like Gilmore Girls where it was had a rocky oh, oh yo. my god <laughs> save it for the next episode. Ugh. Listen. If you, just based on your reaction, we're going to talk a lot about Gilmore Girls. Stay tuned next week, folks. It had a rocky kind of life where it was like normal seasons. Then the fans like kickstarted a movie after it was canceled. And then the popularity of that got a fourth season at a different network. It was like a really weird existence. We're going to talk a lot about it. Oh, yeah. All right. That's great. All right, well, I think that's it for this week. Uh, Cinebuds is produced by the one and only DJ Kenny Perez. Yay! And the Cinebuds theme song is by Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Thank you, Brett. We also get support from our members, both from Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. We love you. And please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and visit radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts for the whole back catalog and finally follow at cinebuds podcast on instagram Woo! thank you sarah thank you christopher all right we'll see you guys next week bye-bye